0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Live God Love Podcast. I'm your host, Kenny. <laughs> that just sounded like I was like hosting on TV or something. Anyway, yes, guys. Um, I trust you guys i have been well. Uh I've not been so well, but I'm well now. But yes, and I promise I'd not ghost on you guys because hmm, if you know, you know. <laughs> anyway the reason for this episode is for you to know the know that you do not know it it, it makes sense (laughs) but yeah i just want to like share on why i've been absent and it has been over well over a month since i released my last um, podcast episode but yeah it has been real guys it has been real crazy scary everything has just been but at the end of the day Messi said no (laughs) and that's why like i said i want to just share some things and like talk about exactly what happened right if you viewed my whatsapp status like two days ago you would kind of have an idea of what i'm about to talk about But aside that, I also just want to talk about some of the lessons that I learned while all those things happened and lessons that I'm still learning, right? And I think the first thing that God taught me was to include Him in every single thing that I do and in every single thing that, you know, I decide to... um, try to figure out basically yes include him and never be (laughs) independent of him and these things that have happened these past few um weeks has opened my eyes to the reality of how insufficient i am and how weak and fragile i am without god like it just everything it was just so evident like auntie (laughs) y'all know if you don't like depend on god and ask god to help you this it is so obvious how you are so weak and insufficient and fragile and without god you literally can do nothing right and so, th- this this th- th- what happened kind of just... I'm going to get right... I'm going to talk about it soon, but this is just like a free load So, what happened made me understand that I've actually been putting God in a box and just like including me in parts of my life that I felt it was needed and there were just some parts of my life or just some situations I felt like... Mm. It's not necessary, I don't need to bother God, but then actually God wants to be included, right? So what happened? So on I think the 19th of August and and I can say 19th of August because I think the symptoms started way before 19th of August, but I think it was 19th of August that it dawned on me that Kenny you need help like you are not fine you are sick you're actually sick <laughs> and um so prior to um so between 1920 was when um the first time that it really dawned on me that something was wrong was when i went to the store with my friend i wanted to get some things and after walking around the store for a while i started to feel lightheaded and felt like i wanted to faint i was literally panting to breathe i was having shortness of breath it was it was just so weird and strange like where is this coming from so that uh, so after i mean i i was able to like calm down and stuff that one passed and then other days and other times, I would maybe climb the staircase and I would really be panting. I'm like, what is this? Like, I would just, it, it would feel like, I mean, I, I could just walk for maybe 30 seconds, or let's say, okay, let me just say two minutes. And to feel like I just ran one long 400 meter race, I'm like, ah what's going on and my friend was like ah kenny something is wrong like you <laughs> sure, you're not gonna check what's about like maybe may not be that deep maybe because i'm not working out so i'm not fit and that's why but <laughs> oh it shocked me <laughs> so there was this particular day like what's now finally just scattered everything on my way back from work i was in the bus and as the bus was moving while the bus was like moving I, I it was like i stopped breathing for like three seconds like i could not draw breath and i was and and at that point and it was on a friday and at that point i was just like nah okay like this is it you, you, you have to go to the hospital but unfortunately for me it was a friday evening and hospitals don't like attend to people that are not like dying (laughs) till monday so the thing is like if you want to have access to the doctors or to the hospital between saturday sunday it has to be like an emergency situation like you literally have to call 911 like you are dying but like if nothing is wrong with you you are okay it's not an emergency you don't they don't have to like give you cpr or something then i mean you are fine they believe you are fine you can survive till monday and so, that was the situation I was in. So, yes, I was not dying or panting or, you know, all those things. But I knew that I needed help. But at that point, physical help... I mean, I cannot call 911 when I be faking it. I'm <laughs> saying? Oh, I'm dying and stuff. So, no, but it was at that point, like, it dawned on me that, Ah, I'm okay you Like, you're on your own, like... I remembered God. And the truth is, it's not like before then I maybe put God aside or anything. But it was more like I put God in a box, like I said in the beginning. Like, I felt like there were just some parts of my life that, like, I've got it covered. It's not an issue you get. And like I said, I didn't think it was something that was serious before at the time. So... It was not something I was actively praying about, right? So, yeah, it was not like I didn't, like, have a relationship with God or anything like that, right? But it was just, like, I I didn't just get... So, but then, what now, like... (laughs) Realize they broke the camel's back or whatever they call it. I, I just, it was that situation where I couldn't get to the hospital between Friday evening and, you know, when I needed to get to the hospital. I had to wait till Monday and I knew that, okay, for for me to survive this weekend, it, it has to be in, in God's hand. Like, I got to a point where I was like, only God can, can save me because, nah, like, this is it and it was super scary to the point that like even aside the fact that i couldn't breathe well i couldn't swallow well so it felt like if i like swallow anything i'm like blocking my airways or something and you guys eating was stressful everything was stressful walking was stressful standing was stressful laying down was stressful everything was just ah. I was feeling so very, oh, it was very, very weird. And it was a dark place to be in, to be honest. And so during the um, weekend, I just, I talked to God. I said, God, please just help my life. I cannot come and die like this. Like, just help me. And I think at that point like i said in the beginning it showed how insufficient i was and how much of god i actually didn't think that i needed right and what was just really special to me was the fact that like god was with me like every step of the way like so i wasn't like relieved of the pain i was i was still feeling awful but then there was just this Confidence and assurance that just I just felt that I'm I'm pretty sure God gave to me gave me that piece of you know that part in the Bible that says in Isaiah forty two that says when you go through pass through the waters I will be with you when you go through the waters um when you pass through the fire I'll be with you when you go through the waters the know overwhelm me and that that particular passage was just ringing in my head that okay even though I don't feel relief from this situation like i know i'm not alone i know that god is with me and i know that he sees me and he understands and he cares and to me that was like it gave me so much safety yeah and so much peace so even though i was struggling i was in a lot of pain i knew that god was with me and i think that was just that was just really special and um during the week, that, that particular weekend also, I was able to join Nathaniel Bassi's, um Hallelujah Challenge and it was great. I remember telling myself, like, just, you know, saying it out loud, I'm okay, in the, you will not die but live, you would live to fulfill God's purpose in your life and everything and my family members were there for me my close friends were there for me like i'm just super super grateful and so monday came i finally called the doctor i was able to book an appointment i went in for for my appointment and it was i had the best doctor you guys like she was literally so patient Attentive, and she was Yoruba by the way, <laughs> so I was super excited to see like Yoruba person, like, oh, okay, you're yeah, my doctor. Like, oh, like, she just gave me this vibe of, I got you, don't worry. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but prior to that, prior to that, before I left the hospital. I remember talking to God and telling him, Father, please go before me and help my doctor to see, help my doctor to understand, help my doctor to be attentive, reveal to my doctor hidden things that would help her, give a correct diagnosis and stuff so i said that prayer to god before leaving for the hospital and even while i was in the hospital and my doctor was trying to you know ask me questions and i was just paying my mind god please open our eyes because i i really did not want them to end up just giving me painkillers and saying oh it's not something to worry about like i know what is doing me like this thing is in my body so i wanted them to do like a thorough test and just figure out the route cause of this issue and I'm so grateful that that happened because my doctor was literally so patient so attentive everything I said and everything I said I was feeling she took it seriously she made sure like she just gave the she was she just like literally crossed all the tears and dotted all the eyes cause like she was it was it was such a relief to know that okay this person is trying to figure this thing out and I was very sure that God was with her and helped her because there was a particular point where she was not really sure of what was going on because it was kind of like dicey like okay this th- these symptoms you are telling me is giving me vibes of okay issues with your lungs and something but then you are not having like s- symptoms of actual like lungs disease or something so I wasn't feeling like I wasn't having wheezing sounds i was not having chest pain i was not feeling feverish i was not the only thing i i I had issues with was the fact that i had shortness of breath right so there was no fever there was no headache there was no Nothing, so that was quite confusing for her, and I was just like, God, please help her see, help her understand. And um, at some point, she told me to do I don't know, maybe it's called a peak test or something. I don't know, but I know I I exhaled into something, and from there, she was able to, like, you know, detect that I could not, like, how will I put it? This thing would be sweet in Yoruba. I could not, make Conley. like, I could not breathe to the end <laughs> yeah or basically that satisfaction that comes in, comes from taking a deep breath was not there and so like she could tell that okay like yeah i, I was supposed to like maybe there was a way she measured each other that it was obvious that okay this this can be a reason this can be a symptom of something of asthma right and then she prescribed an inhaler for me and i was like when she told me okay i'm going to prescribe an inhaler for you i'm like inhaler me ah. but somebody that has asthma that uses inhaler you telling me i have asthma she said okay that the symptoms that she can see from everything that she has like done and stuff is showing that i have mild asthma but that is not the root cause of what is going on that she sure that if she gets to the root cause of what is going on then i will not be i will not be needing the inhaler but then the inhaler was just for like a temporary relief for that day and the next and till when like my blood test results would come out come out because after she prescribed an inhaler for me And I was busy praying in my mind, I said, God, please, there has to be more, let us see. And by God's grace and God's, you know, mercy, she was able to say, okay, you know what, for me to get to the root of this matter, I want you to do like five different tests, blood tests, just so I'll be able to check like different organs in your body and be sure that I'm not leaving anything out. And she told me to um do some blood tests so i did a series of blood tests like five different blood tests and the results was supposed to come out the next day so the inhaler was supposed to like keep me for that they give me relief basically for that day and till when the result would come out just so she knows what exactly is going on right and so i did the blood test and the result came out the next day was it the next day well, i think a day after that and then she was like oh that all the organs in my body are fine." that <laughs> because I, I remember i told her that ah, i checked google and google was telling me i had bronchitis or pneumonia or lung cancer and i'm like ah, she was like no i should not worry that i don't have <laughs> lung cancer or pneumonia or bronchitis or asthma That. Um, the only thing that she can see from all the test results that I've done She said my vitals were fine and everything was fine But just that I was iron deficient So basically that meant that like I was anemic I had anemia My blood count was very low My hemoglobin level was very low And that was what was causing the shortness of breath So, I mean I was excited to know that Okay it's not something terminal, or it's not something like. I mean, I can imagine. I imagine just waking up one morning and you have to use inhaler for the rest of your life, like that's like. A very big shift in your normal life and what you know right so i was really scared of that change but i'm just so grateful that so when she was able to detect what happened she gave me she prescribed a medication for me that would help me like increase my blood count and basically increase my iron level and then the anemia would be you know off and stuff and yeah so after she did that I started to take the medication and when I started to take the medication, I didn't have to use the inhaler any longer. In fact, I think I just used the inhaler like four or five times and when I got like halfway um, to using my medication, I stopped using the inhaler like 100% and I've not used the inhaler for like three weeks now. So like it's really been a long time. So I'm um, I was just really excited that okay they've gotten to they've she has gotten to like the root of what exactly is going on, and so I don't have a or I don't have like a terminal disease and stuff. And I was just really really happy and really grateful. Right, but another thing is another order that you know was present for me to conquer was the fact that okay I had to take these drugs three times daily every day for like the next one month and I was like "Ah, how would I do that but then I mean (laughs) that's like that was like the least of my worries then and so I think so basically yeah so that that's so that was how I began the journey to my healing and to um not being anemic and not be not having asthma or not having bronchitis bronchitis or pneumonia all that bad stuff (laughs) but like what everything taught me and what like this whole situation that's happened these past few weeks has taught me like i said was the fact that god is actually like interested in every single area of your life right and even when it feels like the situation you are praying about is not changing, it doesn't change the fact that he is God. It doesn't change the fact that He's listening to you. It doesn't change the fact that he sees you and it doesn't change the fact that he wants to help you. Because to be honest, looking back now, I just feel like God was just trying to show me that, see, there are some times that the answer to your prayer from me is silence. And my silence doesn't mean that I'm not working. My silence doesn't mean that I don't see you. But that is also an answer. Like, I'm teaching you to be still. I'm teaching you to look at me 100% and be totally dependent on me. Because I feel like at some point, I had not gotten to the point of, like, total dependence. So, I feel like that's one of the things, like, God was teaching me. It was teaching me how to pray for everything you are looking for your key you are trying to cook noodles every single thing things that seem insignificant he wants you to talk to him about them now when i say talk to him i don't mean okay every single time you have to you want to talk to god you have to kneel down and start saskabashi no you could literally be walking you could literally be doing random stuff and having conversations with God, right? So I think that was one of the things that God was also trying to teach me and to also learn how to pray with the scripture. I remember one of the nights where, like, I was having serious anxiety. I couldn't sleep. I was afraid to sleep, literally, because I felt like I wasn't going to wake up again the next morning. I mean, I I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, I'm awake. Okay. (laughs) To tell you how, like... It, it was it was it, it was just very it was really bad to get my, my anxiety and it got a point that i was already giving up but i remember one of those nights i i stood up in my room and i was walking up and down in my room and i was just claiming the scripture i was you know saying god's words back to him and just telling him reminding him of his promises and just telling him how this is not his plan for me and everything so there are times that when when you find yourself praying and it seems like you are stuck take up the scripture and start saying god's word back to him arm yourself with the word of god the entrance of god's word gives light right so those were like some of the things that god was teaching me there's a particular time also i was scrolling through instagram and i stumbled on Victor, victoria arranged post where she was learning how to ride a bicycle and i think she learned i think she learned how to ride it in a day or i think two days but the moral of the story was the fact that she wanted to learn how to ride a bicycle at first, she started feeling she was doing badly, and then she prayed to God about it. And you know, after a day, she started to ride the bicycle like really well. And then she put it on her uh, on her Instagram, and she was like sharing it as a testimony. And it just struck me that way people think that you you, you you only have to involve God maybe when it has to do with something extremely serious what about the things that are seemingly like insignificant imagine someone sh- literally sharing a testimony that God helped me to learn to ride a bicycle and I feel like those seemingly insignificant stuff helps us has a way of like preparing us for like the main like in quotes like the main miracles because that way you start to train your faith that way you start to like build and work on yourself and learn to trust god and learn to be dependent on god that basically just like sharpens you for the big stuff so when the big stuff comes off you have already like exercised your faith you have built your faith to the point where now you you have confidence like you, your faith is no more like mustard seed again you get like it's just you've built yourself basically and i feel like those are like the things that would literally help us get to a point of total dependence of god because there are some situations that would happen that it would be a hard to have faith, it will be hard to trust God, but when you've been training yourself, when you've been building yourself to get to that level, then it's hard to not trust God, because now you can look back at stuff that you depended on God for, and it came through for you, and it will be literally really hard for you to say, oh, I don't think God can do this for me, again, JK. so Building your faith and involving God and including God in every single thing and in every single area of your life. Don't, if you be putting God in a box and it's almost like you have a compartment in your heart or in your life where you put God and be like, Oh, I need God for this one. I don't need God for this one. I think that you should stop that because God wants to be the king and the ruler and he wants to take the wheel of your life and wants to take the lead basically so yeah those are some of the things that i learned during like everything that happened and it it was hard i mean this was i, I was here thinking that oh, okay I mean, <laughs> how can this be happening to me? But, like, <laughs> it, do, it still doesn't mean that God is not God, and it still doesn't mean that, you know, it's still like He doesn't care and all that. So, yeah you might be listening to this and you are probably going through something similar it it doesn't have to be sickness (laughs) trust me but you are probably trusting god for something and you have been asking him and it feels like the answer is not coming it feels like he's taking so long to answer you i want you to know that god is never late and this might sound cliche but sometimes what god does in us while we wait is more important than what we are waiting for right so sometimes you need to search deeper you are asking god for something and it feels like the answer is not coming what if you think out you know outside the box and just be like okay what exactly is god teaching me in this season what exactly does he want me to learn because god cannot just decide not to help you do you get like there has to be something he's trying to show you there has to be something he's trying to teach you and trust me whatever it is you're going to be better for it and even when it seems like the answer is not coming is still good and um one one of the poems that during that season there was this poem by um annie johnson flint that like kept ringing in my head and somehow there are still some days that i still like recite it in my mind and it still helps me so it says he it, it more grace when the burdens grow greater. He sendeth more strength when the labors increase to added affliction. He addeth his mercy to multiply trials. His multiplied peace. And when we have exhausted our store of endurance, when our strength has failed, and the day is half done, when we have come to the end of our hoarded resources, our Father's forgiving has only begun. His love has no limit. His grace has no measure. His power has no boundaries known unto men. For out of the infinite riches in Christ Jesus, He giveth and giveth and giveth again. So God is even like is more is more like ready to give you more than you are willing to ask or even receive and scripture says that God has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly so it is your right to ask God for stuff it is your right to you know include God in everything you are doing. You need to we need to start seeing ourselves as sons and daughters. It's and I know that might sound like oh okay I know I'm already a son of God. I'm already a daughter of God but like actually taking your place and taking your position by the side of God and literally just letting God have the will and take control and just letting him guide you like it's so much easier to doubt god it's so much easier not to have faith i mean something can be wrong and it's easy for you to say i beg i beg i beg i don't think this can happen for me but sometimes god wants us to like take the hard route and having faith might not be easy sometimes having faith might be hard but then that is exactly what God wants us to do that is the way to the heart of God scripture says without faith it is impossible to please God and when you do not please God you cannot receive from God so having faith including him in everything that you do being totally 100% dependent on god for everything and anything and the things you feel like they are insignificant include god in them those are ways you would build your faith and become a woman and a man of stature a man that a man or woman that you know that that dwells under the shadow of the almighty a man or a woman who's, Belly flows rivers of living water somebody that is that god can look at and say that is my son in in whom i am well pleased and that is my daughter just somebody that you know their faith can stand the test of time somebody that has on the whole armor of god like those are the people that god delights in right and like i said it's easy to not trust god it is easy to not have faith but why don't we just take the hard route and decide that we're going to have faith and trust god um so yes this is the end of the podcast and this is just my way of saying of sharing with you guys that god came true for me mercy said no even when i felt like All hope was lost. There was a particular night, or there were like several nights. I thought that I was going to sleep and I might not wake up. But God said no, and He helped me through it. And it fought for me. Like looking back, this was like, will I say, the hardest like moment of my life because I don't think I've been in such pain and I've been in such a dark place before. But God came through and He showed me the light. And I am so, so grateful for the many lessons that I've learned along the way and that I am still learning. I'm learning to trust God. I am in no way perfect. There are days that I doubt and I'm, and I, it's almost like I'm ashamed of myself and I'm like, ah, but with all these things God has done for you, you are still doubting. But all that does not matter. Again, if you still decide to have faith through it all, because there's a particular time a pastor was preaching in church one Sunday and it was like there's some things that would happen to believers and they will not even know when they start to doubt, like it is not a conscious decision to doubt, but it's almost like the situation would come and automatically your response your your mind and body responds in such a way that you begin to doubt without the consent of your you know your convictions or your heart or your beliefs in god you get so it's almost like oh i i don't think god can do so i don't think i can survive this but but that is the adamic nature in us speaking that is the flesh speaking and we need to get to a point where we would never let the flesh always win. get to a point where we mortify the flesh, get to a point where, you know, we are living, breathing um, sons and daughters of God indeed and in truth. To get, let's get to a point where, where situations happen to us. The first thing that comes to our mind is, God help me. And not how impossible the situation is. Because sometimes, I mean, we have a big God. Why do we relegate him or make make the situation feel bigger than he is you get so the next time you are sad and you are worried about something remember that you have a very big god that is on your side right and capitalize on that and leverage on what you know on who he says you are on his word arm yourself with with his word take on the old armor of god and protect yourself from the vices of the devil protect yourself from you know doubt and unbelief protect yourself from the lies of satan and guard yourself and keep yourself and trust god basically yeah it's easier said than done but that is why we have grace that is why we have god on our side and that is why we have access to him so that when our strength is failing us we can run to him and say father help me and i hope that that would be the reality of every single person listening ask god for help he's willing to help you ask him to hold you ask him to keep you ask him to strengthen you and ask him to be your father